0: Now. Okay, so today's daf is daf hey in Mesechtes Chagiga. Okay, we're up to daf hey Amadala 5a. We're up to Rab Yechinon Kimotilahai Krah Havibahi. It is about 10 lines from the top of the Amud. Give everybody a moment to count those 10 lines, 10, 11 lines or so. Beautiful. Let's get going. So we're continuing on in, in uh, different psukim that our chazal would reach and it would make them emotional with important messages in life. So Rabbi Echinon, ki would come to the following psuk, he would cry. He says, You have a kaviyachol, so to speak, um, HaKadosh Baruch who said that the satan tricked him. Okay? How so? Because the satan, HaKadosh Baruch who says, got me to go against... The iyov uh, and and heard him even though he didn't deserve it. What does that mean? So let's explain the possible. Rabbi when you have a servant whose whose master gets upset at him, seemingly, you know, uh, it makes sense for a master to be upset at a servant, but there there needs to be a reason. Takana is there any is there any takana for the person? In other words, we gotta be careful. That the way that we live gives the Nachas and not, God forbid, to cause the to be that parent that he doesn't want to be. Sometimes as our children get older, they do this to us. We can be, we're, we're aware of this, right, as parents. So you can have a child. You, want to, you just want to give. You just want to give to the child and be kind. Amen? But sometimes a child acts up or does something that's, that's terrible and the parent has to become the parent they don't want to be. Shabbat would cry about this. HaKadosh Baruch Hu saying, Why did you make me this parent? We have to realize that when we, when we think about w- what impact our actions have, we might say, you know what? I'm not such a selfish person. No, I'll burn a little bit in Gehenim. No, I could handle the little bit. Right now, or I'll do... Sen. Rabbi think about how the Rebbein is feeling. Think about it. Be kind to the Rebbein Shalom. Yeah, he doesn't want to do this. It's, pr- it's beautiful. Rabbi Echen, if you want to like Rabach? a different pasuk, Rabbi will reach you with a cry. What does that mean? HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not even have Amuna in those that are Kaddish. Meaning, Ibe Kedusha doesn't have Kedusha. If he doesn't have Amuna in those that are Kaddish, B'manyav. yavin. who does he have faith in? This is such a, uh, another beautiful message in life. Somehow we're going to have to make it through this Umud. Um But there's, there's really so much. What's Rabbi saying over here? No matter how kadosh we are, we can't trust ourselves. We can't trust ourselves. When a teenager tells a parent, you don't let me have this? You don't trust me? You know what the answer is? Nope. But you know why I don't trust you? Because you trust you. If you wouldn't trust yourself, then I could trust you. But the fact that you trust yourself shows you have no connection to what we're up against as we live in this world. I don't trust myself. This is where he's reaching this passage. He says... If there's no amuna in the if you can, if I cut this bar it's telling that in life we can never trust where we're at, no matter how far we've come. We're allowed to take pride in how much we've accomplished, but to begin to take faith in ourselves, like oh, I'm past something, I can now trust myself. The Eitzahara is not going to get me anymore. Eitzahara could get us. Eitzahara can get us. There's a great, there's a well known story. I'm going to add a little anecdote that I um, that I heard recently. Uh, to this service. there's a well-known story about the Chabetz Hayim. He was in his 90s and um, he wakes up early in the morning and, he, and um, he walks into yeshiva he gives a clap on the bima. He says, I need to share something with you. This morning I woke up and the Etzahara came to me and he said, Yisrael mayor, no, you're ready in your, in, your, in your 90s. You don't need to wake up early anymore. Time to start taking it easy. Your body can't handle it. And you know what? I thought to myself, he's right. Smart guy, the Etzahara." Right? He's right. And as soon as I said he's right, I realized, I said, hey, I pointed to my Yitzhahara, and I said, hey, you scoundrel, you're older than me and you're already up. Right? Don't call me old. You're old, you're up. He says, so that's why I'm here in Yeshiva. So the, the little anecdote to add to it is, and I, I forgot, I just heard this recently, I'm trying to remember who, who I heard this from. He said he told his kid, he told his kid that... Um, the Eitzah Hara. Um, he says, you know, uh, how can you trust yourself? He says, you have a Eitzah Hara, right? So how can you you trust yourself? Eitzah Hara is also, you know, it's a, are you only, uh, you know, you, you want the Eitzah Hara to be any better with you? You, you want to lose to the Eitzah Hara? You got to be a winner, right? So the kid says, Dad, I don't think it's a fair analogy, because I have a Eitzah Hara. The Eitzah Hara doesn't have a Eitzah Hara. So he's up already. <laughs> he himself doesn't have any telling him not to get up. See? Okay, fine. It's a cute, uh, a cute uh, response. But be it as it may, this is the other p- uh, powerful idea of wants to bring out to us. Here we go. Yumachad, one day, Habakkuz al Borcha Yechonim was traveling. He saw somebody who was picking figs. So the, the ones that were ripe, he took on the trip. Ready? And the ones that, would, I'm sorry. The the ones that were ripe he would not take. And the ones that were not ripe he did take. Amrlay, Lav Hani says, why don't you take the ripe ones with you? Luhu. <speaking in Hebrew> because I'm going on a trip, and therefore I need food that's going to last. The ones that are <speaking in> hani <Hebrew> the ones that are already ripe are gonna spoil all my trip. And the ones that are not ripe will ripen on my trip, and therefore I'll be able to make use of them. Like Rev. wine Wine uh, Shlita's book called, Buy Green Bananas. Right? If you want your bananas to last, you don't buy bananas that are already browning. You want bananas that are green, so they'll last you a little longer. Amma Rabihran heard this, mushel so to speak, and he said, The ones that are already ripe, the holy ones, that's not the ones to uh, to put your your uh, emuna in. Okay. Rav Meisha Feinstein. Beautiful, beautiful vart. Oh. You know, in Tehillim it says, Al adam she'im Don't have bitachon, don't have reliance on nedivim, the givers, because they are b'nei adam, they're human, she'im they le'i sushua. They're not the source of salvation. Says Rav Meisha Feinstein, and we actually mentioned this yesterday in the Gemara, nedivim are referring to Tamide chachamim. Says, what do you mean, don't have trust in Tommy don't have reliance on Tommy What does that mean? They're tzaddikim. He says, you know what it means. A yid's not allowed to say, I'm, I'm not going to learn, I'm not going to work on my midas. You know why? I always have a Rebbe, I always have a Guddle. If I ever have a question, I'll go ask. Why should I have to learn on my own? I'll tip to chubidididivim. Don't say that. Don't, don't, throw, every, don't throw your as always on your Rabbeim and on the Guddilim. Because they're binayadim, Yeshua. Nobody lives forever. And therefore, you've got to pack your own bananas for the trip you got to make sure that we need to make sure that we have in our own back pocket our Torah, our knowledge our understanding instead of saying as an excuse no forever need to know something stock up now says Gemarini, is this is this a, 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 a true uh, definition for there was a student in the in the shivavuse in the neighborhood of revelaxangi bashakhif uh, De Zutar, and he died when he was very young. said, Listen to this. If he would have been on the right path, he would have lived longer. Now, what you see from here is that a person can pass away because of a virus that they do in their youth. V-misa, now, if it's true, what Rabbi, Echanan, uh, what Rabbi said, that not to have a Muna, even if you're a tzaddik, Maybe he's included in heim of v'layamim. Ask the Gemara a beautiful question. Now listen to this. This is getting into the crux of us realizing, being humble, and realizing we don't know anything. What's happening here? There's, we just came out with two contradictory remarks. First of all, of b'k'dayish v'layamim means a person could be a k'dayish a zadek You could die young. Says the Gemara, is that true? Now, why would you die young? To make sure that you stay kadosh. So, Kumar, is that true? But we have a story with this student in the neighborhood of Rev Alexandria who died young. Rav said about him, you know why he died young? Because he, he, he took the wrong path. So you see that people don't die young when they are kadosh and are at risk of going off. Just the opposite. People die young when they are off. And there's, we're not dealing with risk. When they are off. You hear the Kashi, you hear the contradiction. What's going on? Is it a protection or is it a punishment? To which the Gemara answers, this Talmud was known to be he kicked his Rabbeyim, so to speak. Okay, it doesn't mean he literally uh physically kicked them, but it was well known that uh you know he had he had gone to a uh, a path away from his rabbeyim. Now this is so precious because what the Gemara is, was, is lining up for us is, we don't know anything. Remember earlier we had, if you die at this age, you represent this. If you die at a different age, you represent A person could die young. What does it represent? We don't know. We don't know. He could be the most Kaddishnik a person. And a Kaddish Baruch who wanted him to die mamish b'shlemus. Or it could be somebody who... Behind closed doors the, doing the most terrible things. We don't know. Or in between. We don't know. We don't know. When you come to another Pasik, you will cry. And I will bring close to you judgment. And I will bring witnesses quick. With, with uh, witchcraft, and with sorcerers. Uh, I'm sorry. But machshevim is witchcraft. Banafim is is idol- is uh, people who are immoral with adultery. Ubanish people who swear falsely. La sheker uba eiksheis people who hold back the the payment of a worker. Which by the way, I'm going to throw in something. This applies to children as well. It applies to children as well. People don't realize that. They don't realize that. Yeah, I had a, a talmud who went to mow somebody's lawn and he charged $30 to mow the lawn. They agreed on $30 when he was done. The owner of the house gave him $25. So you wanted to know why I gave him $25. She said, because the the leaves that you rake, whatever, you used my rake to do it and I was expecting you to use your own and therefore it's really only worth $25. So this kid, like, you know, obviously he's very, very bothered. And I had a, a conversation. He's a young adolescent. But this person was transgressed withholding wages from a worker. who, Just because this, this this other kid is 12 years old gives you a right to decide on your own what's smartest, what are you going to Teaching him a lesson? Give me a break. It's usher der You're not allowed to do that. But we'll say, listen, is it as bad as committing adultery? Maybe not. But look, this Pesach puts everything together. Which means, a servant whose master brings him close to judgment and will testify against him. Takoneh Is any help for him? Amar Vich Ramezak. says, Look what the Pesach just did. The Pesach went ahead and made lighter uh, uh, transgressions seem like more severe ones by putting all these in the same uh, in the same category. Amar Ishlakish says, shall anybody whose matadina perverts the judgment of a ger, you know, uh, doesn't give him fair ground, which by the way, you need uh, sometimes when somebody's not a native, they need a little extra oomph, not in the court in an in a inappropriate way, but just to let them know that they're gonna be respected in what they say. And if they if we don't let them know that, that's that's not fair." ger it says mate and it's written as mati my uh, it's written as my judgment okay period end of that Rabbi Chanina Bar Papa Rabbi Chanina Bar says listen to this precious statement if a person doesn't avera but they have a conscience and they regret it. After they do the Avera, he's forgiven immediately. They don't fear me. That's when I hold them accountable. If they sin, but they're afraid of the sin, who says, I forgive them. Uh, I forgive them immediately. There's a beautiful Chafetz Chaim on Pirkei Ovis. The of us tells us that when a person does a mitzvah, they've acquired for themselves a defender. And when a person does an Avera, they've acquired for themselves up in Shemayim a prosecutor. When we come up, all of our actions are going to accompany us. And the good deeds that we did will have angels that are there to defend us. And, and, the, and the bad deeds that we did will have angels that are going to be to prosecute us. That's what the Mishnah says. Says the It Chayim. Is every lawyer the same? Is every prosecuting attorney the same? Every defense attorney the same? No. He says, here's how it works. Here's how it works. It's Bamish beauty. A person who does a mitzvah with a bren, with a fire. i on fire. I did this. Oh, I want to. This is me and their abundance of Oh, we're in a relationship here. You're going to acquire for yourself not just a malach, a robust malach. And a person who does a mitzvah without thinking, eh, da, 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 very hesitant. I'll give you tzedakah, but I don't really want to. You'll get, a, you'll get an advocate in Shemayim. Shvach, a little weak. Right, he says the same thing holds true by a sin. This is mamish amazing. A person who sins with a geshmak, I don't care what Hashem says. I'm going to do what I want. The prosecuting attorney is going to be pretty strong. But a person who sins with a healthy dose of Jewish guilty conscience, yeah, he says, As soon as we sleep, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have that. Huh? Well, if and, and even if we don't do a full tshuva. If we do a full tshuva, there's no longer a prosecuting attorney. But if we do, if we don't do a full tshuva, there'll be an attorney weak. he will be a weak attorney. Because we were weak in, in how we performed uh, in how we performed the Avera. Okay. All right, here we go weiter. Rabbi I'm you know my picture? sorry? Well, are you in a different place today? I don't yeah, 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 you got it. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the woods. I'm in Lakewood at a, at a nephew's chasna. I'm in Lakewood at a nephew's chasna. That's why you're saying a different background. Lakewood. There you go. Lakewood, Yerak All right, let's I, go. I, I thought your contract said that you can't go to Lakewood. <laughs> uh, good. Rabiel, I should show you my contract next time. It's good. I could I could use your help and look in looking in it over. Let's get going ki mati <laughs> When Rabiechenon would come to the next posse, he would cry. What the Pasik say? He has called soul like him. Every action, Yavi brings to judgment. Mamish, what we just said. I'll call Ne'alam, even about things that are hidden away. Look, Hakadosh Baruch knows everything, whether it was intentional, unintentional, our, our our thoughts. Where's our hope? Where's our hope? What's gonna be? Says the Gemara, Mayal Kol Nalam. What does it mean on everything? Amr Rav. Rav says, eh, kina chabir Listen to this. We're going to be held accountable for crushing a bug in front of another person when I didn't need to. Why'd you do that and you grossed somebody out if you didn't have to? Now we would say, listen, it's a little prank. Yeah, that, that. Little prank. God, this other yid was a kid. Let's say anywhere in the Torah that you're allowed to harass children in their feelings. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky was, was very, very careful in his family that you never hold out a candy to a kid and then stick it behind your back and play that game where the kid keeps reaching out. He eh? said, so Just because you as an adult want to have fun, this nabuch, this two year old kid, just wants a lollipop. It's a You're hurting him with words. Your ladder hurt another year with words just because he's two? Where does it say that? Says Rav over here, you know what we're held accountable for? We know what hidden things we're accountable for? Pulling little pranks on people. Like even crushing a bug in front of them. Where it grosses them out, makes them uncomfortable, makes them cringe when you didn't have to. Shmuel Harak Another example of somebody who spits in front of his friend, when that person is disgusted by it. Mayim ra. What does it mean, HaKadosh uh, Baruch Hu holds us accountable for good and bad? In what way are we held accountable for good? Amar Rabbi they said in the yeshiva listen to this, how careful we need to be. You know what a good deed that goes punished? A person who gives tzedakah publicly? What do you mean? Like this story of He walked over to somebody, handed him a check publicly. says You know what? You think you're such a gishmaka guy, you're such a balsadaka, because everybody can now see that this guy's in need? Better you didn't give it to him. Because now what you did is you gave him something and you embarrassed him. So we're held accountable when we do a good deed. Make sure it's done according to the Derech of the Torah. Okay. Now, hopefully, none of us ever d- did this on purpose, but we need to think about it. Sometimes you have a Mishulah who comes to town. Right? You have people go around collecting, and uh, you know the, the best place for to meet people is in Shul, or you'll say, "I don't have a checkbook on me. Meet me by Minchamariv." So you go over to that Minchamariv. It's important. That it's done. Uh, that it's done. I'll be. Uh, I'll be the proper derech, with sensitivity, and not to walk over them like in front of everybody else. Like, oh, here's a check. Even if people know that he's collecting, people know that. Still, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't smell good. It should be done privately. To be Rav army, they said in Yeshiva Rav Shila nice It's referring to somebody who hands over money to a woman privately. Now, this doesn't look good because it looks like you may have been involved in something inappropriate with her. oi all right let's go we're back sorry for that delay um, okay so the uh, Behrrib Sheila army I'll do it a little quieter than I was before um, until, uh, until they start up over here they learned that's fine that's fine all right the Sheila Amri they said in the ishiver Bashila, Nice and referring to a person who gives money to a, a woman privately to it doesn't look good. It looks like maybe you're being involved or you're paying her off for some sort of immorality. Rabbi, Rabbi says, You know what's referring to something wrong to do to bring a, bring a, a, for a person to bring his wife meat on Erev Shabbos when it's not already koshered and ready to go, because it's a very pressure, it's like a very pressure situation, there's high pressure, and you're setting up your household for the possibility of not koshering all the food properly right before Shabbos, it says the Gemara Baha Rava Rava used to do that, and it's the Gemara. <laughs> that's who rubber was married to, Rav Chista's daughter. so shiny daughter is different, the She knew exactly how to kosher things, there was no high-pressure situation, uh, uh, you know, uh, every year of Shabbos is high-pressure, but as far as kashering the meat, that was nothing for her, and therefore there was no issue. Rabbi like Rav when Rabbi no would reach the next Posuk, he would cry. What's the Posuk? When there's going to be a lot of terrible things that happen uh, that happen to a person. evet uh, a servant whose master brings uh, difficult things on him. Is there any takana for him? Is there any uh, any way to help him? My rois vitzaris. What difficult uh, you know bad things in Taurus doesn't mean. Amarav Rav says. It's referring to rois that keep building off each other. for example, a wasp and an akra of a scorpion. And Shmuel says, A person who finds money for a poor person at the time when he mamish needs. You hear this? Why are you only giving money to a person mamish? Some people wait for like... And, and a lot of campaigns know how to do this, right? They say, terrible situation here, there's a major crisis. Yeah, why are you waiting for a crisis to happen? A person who waits for a crisis to happen is not giving tzedakah in the proper way. You make sure to preempt the situation. Omar am says, says, this is what people say, a zuz is not available for food, but uh, you know, to hang it in a basket, it is possible. Now what is, what, what's this analogy? What's going on over here? And this is actually a very important message in life. In order to telling us, prepare ahead of time. When, things, when, when a person is able to put money aside, let's say, talk about investments, right, Rabiel? Investments, okay. So, if we aren't wise earlier, so then we're just gonna. There's a very there's a possibility that a person's gonna get to a point where they're living day to day, and now you never put money away uh, ten years ago when you should have because you're living uh, you're living at your means as opposed to beneath your means, so. Why isn't there money available now? Because I didn't have my basket hanging on my door beforehand. And this is something crucial not only for finances, but when it comes to performance of mitzvahs, when it comes to limud haTorah, torah when it comes to a lot of things. Are we preparing ourselves now? And our, No matter what age we're at, no matter what age we're at in our lives, are we preparing ourselves now for what our lives could look like in 10 years? When it comes to our ruchnias, when it comes to our gashmius. Am I, am, I stocking, am I hanging a basket on the door now to ensure that if something comes up in 10 minutes, in, in 10 years or 10 minutes, I'm ready for it. I can handle that particular struggle. Uh, just Matzi Shabbos, we had Rabshaya Kohn come to the community and speak. And somebody asked him, what do you do when uh, you know, a, a difficult situation happens in your child's life? And How do you speak to them? And he says, that's not the time to start. You're right, it's a difficult situation. You know, you, you, you got to know each. But he says it's really not a fair question. Because if this is the first time when something, when the Tsarists start, that's the first time you're talking about Amuna, that's the first time you're talking to your kid about such a thing. You got you to hang your basket up uh, from the earliest ages of that child. Okay? Viter, let's keep going. V'chara api b'be yamuhu v'zavtem v'starti ponamai ham Hakadosh Baruch Hu says my anger is going to going to go against them and I'm going to turn away from them I'm going to hide my face. Amar Rav Bardlebar to view me or Rav Ravardlebar to says in the name of Rav. Look I got you. Amar Ravardlebar says name of Rav. Kol sheinu behester ponim listen to this Gemara that is amazing. Anybody who does not experience Hakadosh Baruch Hu hiding his face, meaning tsaros. Ainoy mayhem is not a yid. You're not a yid if you never experienced Taurus. Kosha enoy be' va Okay? Because anyone who's not in, who, who's not in a situation where they can chas shalom be be um you know uh punished of lacking top of amad beis in me'hem is not one of them either. You us. If you're a yid there's going to be Taurus. What are we talking about? A Yid is going to be tsarist. That sounds terrible. You know what this means? A Yiddish life, a Jewish life, is the most pleasant life to lead. There's no question about it. It's the most enjoyable. But, in order for us to have emuna, HaKadosh Baruch Hu needs to give us situations where we can show it. You understand? If things are always good, we never show emuna. How do we flex those muscles? If we really know there's a bunch of them. Now absolute complete control. When do we know that we have that Amuna? When things are great? No. We're a fair weather fan. Yeah, it's like any, any fake relationship. But if HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives a person challenges in life, he allows us to flex our amuna muscles. And it becomes so that's a sign you're a yid. That's a sign of a yid. Where Hakadosh Baruch Hu allows me to experience a real emuna and live it and breathe it, it's actually an incredible sign for a person. The say to Rava, top line of but Rava never had Hakadosh Baruch Hu hide his face. Rava, psh, he was a rabbi. Rava was a rabbi. And he was very wealthy. He had everything, Rav had Everything he could ever want. So how can you tell me that you're only a yid if you have tzaras? He never had tzaras. Amar He said to them, uh, Rav says he responds to them. He says, really, I never had tzaras in my life. Yeah. Me Adisu mishadna Do you know how much money I need to privately send beishad to the king for my own protection? Otherwise, you know how many, you know how much anti-Semitism is going to be there and be out to get me. Come on in. Come on in. Uh, I'm just uh, right. So, afilu But still, the Rabbana said yeah, Rava's got a good in life. Okay, In the meantime, the king shavur his uh, his soldiers came ugarbu, and they really stole a lot of what Rava had. Oh my! said, "Yeah, I gotta be very careful. Yeah, because if the Kham ever suspects something of ayin hora, then you know." It's, uh, it's going to happen. Now this is very, very interesting. And I think this is a very important balance that many of us need to, need to lead. And, and I want to, we don't really have time to spend too much time. I just want to share something that my father, Zohar and would instill in us. The Mishnah says, have a oz kanomer ve kanesher. Oz kanomer, be bold like a leopard. Kal kanesher, be light like an eagle. What do you mean light like an eagle? Is the eagle light? No. But an eagle's graceful, and the way a person needs to live Yiddishkeit is with grace. It's not easy. It's not always easy, like we said. Hakadosh Baruch who conceals His face at times. But we need to live a Yiddishkeit that makes it look easy. To our children, to people who we're influencing. Not that Judaism is a is a burden. Sometimes we're going through tzaras, but we have to always view the Torah and mitzvahs. Like this is Kalkanesher. It's just, it's the same way you look at an eagle, it's just graceful up in the sky. That's how we need to present Yiddishkeit, even when we're not feeling it, even when it's not. This is a very interesting balance that we need to have because we're trying to make it look easy, but at the same time, not too easy where you have somebody like Rava, where it looks so easy, people look at him like, dude, this guy's got it made, right? You have to look like it's got made, but at the same time, share a little bit with people, particularly somebody in Rubba's position at least, we're we're learning this, right? That we all struggle with something. And it's important to share this at the right time, in the right medium, in the right place, that there's there's struggles that are out there, even though in the broad and bigger picture, the, 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 the Yiddish life is the pleasant life. Okay. And I will certainly I will shortly hide my face on that day. I'm a Rava. Rava says, Baruch, Afal Pisha even though I covered my face from them but I'll still speak to him through a dream. Meaning I'm still going to send messages. In the times of Tsara, I'm still going to send messages. HaKadosh Baruch, whose arm is always stretched over us, Shinamar Vetzel Yodi, in the shadow of my hand, Kisisicha, I have covered you up. Let's, let's read a story. Reb Yeshua ben Hanania, Reb Yeshua ben Hanania, Havikoi Be'Kesar, he was standing in the palace of the Caesar. Achvi Le'ahu Apikoros, there was an Apikoros there, okay? Now, you didn't mess with Reb Yeshua ben Hanania. He hit us, so it in the same palace, uh, the, the same Caesar's palace as Reb Yeshua. And Achvi le'ahopi So Ama um, Dadrina Mare laape mine. So this Apikares gave a sign to Bishua ben Levi that Hakadosh Baruch Hu has turned Rishu that God has turned His face away from you, Klal Yisrael. Now I want to explain what does it mean. He he motioned to him. Okay. So when you're in front of a Caesar, when you're in front of a king, it's disrespectful to be having side conversations. You don't. You don't have a sign. So what they would do is, real servants of the king, they would give motions to each other, where they a, a signal, where they would understand what the other one was saying, so to speak. Okay, another one would would uh, signal back. Now it had to be a real conversation, otherwise it was like chutzpah. What are you doing? Like, you know, <laughs> making a motion to your friend. Okay, so here's what happened. So Achvile Reb Yeshua, um, you know, did sign language back. He motioned to him. He stretched out his arm, said Hashem's arm, Maybe even if I this Baruch Hu and Klai and Yisrael is going through a tzara now, Hashem's arm is still protecting us. Amr le'kis the Caesar said, what is this guy telling you? Amr um, said Rebishuah told him, Ama, a nation, whose master has turned away Ape, his face, Mine, from them, meaning, you know, he, he basically told me that God turned away from us as a people. And I showed him because Baruch still hand is still stretched over us. So the Caesar said to that apikares, what were you what, what message were you sending to him when uh, you motioned to him? So he says a nation where the master has turned his face away. What Rabbi tell you, he says, I'm not sure what Rabbi Yeshua signaled back to me by stretching out his hand. He says, A person who doesn't understand conversations of signaling and is just making weird signs and gestures in front of a Caesar is a mechutzef. You're going to sit here and, and be in front of me and just making motions when you don't know how to have such a conversation? Of <laughs> Kuvakatlu. So he took him out and he was punished. Okay? So did not have a happy ending for this apiciris. There's a uh, a well known joke out there that the uh, the Pope decided he's is a joke, okay? The Pope decided he's kicking the Jews out of Rome. And the Jews sent a delegation that uh to request not to not leave. But um they weren't sure who to send. There wasn't really real Tamidekum there. So finally they decided on uh Moshe, the wagon driver. he knew do a little more than everybody else. That was it. But, uh, you know, he was willing to take on, to take on the, the task to represent uh, the Jews of Rome. Okay? So the Pope challenges him to a silent debate. And he tells him that if you win the debate, the Jews can stay. And if you lose the debate, you guys are out of here within a week. He says, okay, what else? I mean, you don't really have an option, right? The Pope's the Pope. He's in charge, so comes the day for the silent debate. Everybody's standing around, and the um, the Pope lifts uh, uh, motions to Maish the wagon driver with three fingers up. And Maisha the wagon driver gives him an intense look, and he lifts up one finger. The Pope looks at Maish, and he and he um, t- and he lifts up one finger. And he swirls it in a circle around his head. And Maish looks back at him intently. And he takes one finger and he points it to the floor. Okay? So the Pope then reaches into his bag. And he pulls out a a wafer and a cup of wine. So Maish looks at him. And he reaches into a bag and he pulls out an apple. The Pope looks at Maish and he says, This guy's too good. You win. Okay? All the Yidden are thrilled. It's incredible. Mamish. So the Pope goes to, you know, the debate's over. The Pope goes to, backstage on his side. And Maish comes down to the Yidden. And all the, all the Christians are gathered around the Pope. And they say, no, uh, our dear Pope, what, what, what happened? So he says, listen. He says, I lifted up three fingers to tell him that Jews need to believe in the Trinity. And this guy lifted up one finger to tell me that even though there may be three powers, you know, the powers may be, but ultimately we all believe in the one God. There's one God that started it all. So I looked at him and I moved my fingers around my head to show that God is everywhere. There's no reason why they shouldn't leave Rome. And Mish points to the floor and he tells me, well, God's here too. So why are you telling us to leave? If he's everywhere, we should stay here. You know, the guy's got a good deal. So then I took out my wafer and my uh, cup of wine to show him about the Christian belief in in, um, atonement for our sins, communion. And he pulls out the apple to remind me that ever since the world's been created, we've always suffered from the first bite of the apple, the sin of Adam and Eve, and that remains here whether or not we have the wafers and the cup of wine. The guy was too good. I didn't know what to do. Okay? Seder. So the idner all gathered around Meish, the wagon driver. And they say, no, 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 Meish. No, how was the conversation? Like, well, what happened? Meish is like, uh, listen, you know. He lifted up three fingers um, to tell me that um, we have three days to leave. And I lifted up one finger to tell him, I'm wagging it at you, we're not leaving. And then he wagged, the, the Pope uh, moved his finger uh, around his head to tell us to go and uh, we should live everywhere. And I pointed to the floor to tell him, we're not leaving. Okay? So, like, no? Then what happened? He's like, I don't know. He pulled out his lunch, so I pulled out mine. <laughs> So that's the joke. Okay. So you have a silent debate over here. What happens? All right. Apikiris Zahu. Kinachnafshade Rabishani Omlaid Rabban. Shua Baqani was about to die. Rabban said to him, Might have said. Ribish you were the king of getting rid of Apikarsim. What are we going to do? How are we going to answer them? Listen to this. Omar Alam Shua says, Of the Itzam Ibonam Nisucha Khmasam. Once the Aitza has left the children, Tchokhma's gotten. Uh, gotten spoiled. Kivan the Eitzami, Bunim once. There's no longer advice for Klauserel, Nisruchachach Massam. It has spoiled the wisdom. You hear this? You hear what says? You don't need to be worried. Because if I'm not gone to protect MS, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not going to allow the Sheker to come in the first place. You What's going to be? All the Apikarsim going to come? He says, no. The reason why HaKadosh Baruch Hu allows the Apikarsis is because I'm here to defend Ames. But if I'm not here to defend them as, HaKadosh Baruch is not going to allow the Sheker to really stand in the first place. You don't need to be worried. Another possible answer is, Esav says, you travel and I will, I will travel alongside you. Okay, Which means that no matter what, you don't need to be concerned. And this is such a beautiful, beautiful thing that we have to know deep. There's nothing that the Goyim have in their chachma that will ever be better than ours. We always have something better than can be found out in the world. We need to know this. We need to teach this to our children. There's nothing more. There's no no beauty in the world that they're going to find more than what we have as Kal Yisrael. We've got it. So don't be nervous. If I'm not here, don't be nervous. Yiddish sells itself. It speaks for itself. Ravilai was going up to the house of Rabbah Barshila. He, he heard a child who was reading when baruch, makes mountains and wind and he tells a person masicha what his words are. Omar Rav Ila said. a master tells a servant what to speak. you know everything's totally out of our hands. I better take my life seriously. My masikhi, what does mean? What are his? What's his conversations? Um, what are his words? His conversations. Omar Rav Rav says. lost the place, I'm sorry. Uh, when a person comes to the Shammai, every words that are spoken, even words that are spoken during a time of sexual intimacy between husband and wife, those words are also replayed to a person. Meaning, there's no place in our lives that is too private for the Rabbi The HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us everywhere, is always listening to what's happening. Is always listening to what we're saying. How am I talking to my wife during the most intimate times? What words are being spoken? Are they words of selfishness, or are they words of kindness, words of holiness? Says Gemara Ini: Is it true that things that are spoken between husband and wife are are going to be uh, replayed back us back up? Uh, are going to re- be replayed back to us in Shemayim? Listen to this story. And don't try this at home, kids. Rav Kahana was a student of Rav, and he, he wanted to know how to have how a Torah scholar has sexual relations. He wanted to know for he wanted to learn. So he hid under his Rebbe's bed, and he heard his Rebbe Rav before having intercourse. He was playing around, flirting with his wife having you know having a fun, uh fun fun uh, conversations, t- uh, pleasuring her, taking care of her, before uh, you know, before the actual intercourse. Amar, said the students under the bed. Amar, he says, Dummy Pume command He says, Rebbe, Rebbe up there on top of the bed. I'm I'm hiding here. You, you know, to me it sounds like Uh, you've never been with your wife before. You know, like, this is so exciting for you. Omar Lay, Rob says, uh, listen, first of all, my dear student, you've gone too far this time. Get out of here. Kahana, Pike, get out of my room. Lava Rachara. you don't belong here. Okay, the bottom line is, putting this story aside, okay, uh, what's Rav Kana thinking in the first place? Okay, but putting that aside, you see that uh, a there is schmoozing that takes place in the bedroom. So you're, and it's supposed to take place. A person's supposed to be intimate and flirty and be having fun with his wife. We say this under the chuppah. Gila rina At all times, a person's best friends and schmoozing. Eh? So what do you mean we're held accountable for those words? Says yeah, the gemara like kasha hod the hod the You hit us. Words that are necessary, words of chesed, words to make a person's wife feel loved, feel cared for, feel emo- an emotional bond, that's a mitzvah. Of course you speak these words. But words, of, but words that have to do more uh, of, a, of a lower standard, words that are base about this, that a person's held accountable for. Okay. Then, the nepasuk. If, if, if you don't listen to this, in hidden places, because of arrogance, there's a certain place, and the name of the place is Mistarim. What does it mean because of your arrogance? Because of the arrogance of Klaishol. That it was taken from them and given to the Because of the, the gaiva, so to speak, of malchus shemayim, meaning why did all all turn away from Hakadosh Baruch Because of arrogance. We say, God, we don't need you right now, even though we don't realize we're saying that. But really, that's what we're saying. When we're making Hakadosh Baruch be in our lives second fiddle, it's kind of like a wife. A wife that feels second fiddle to anything feels disliked. I, I like you. I like you. Did I ever say I don't like you? No, you never said that. But what does a woman think? Why are you always hanging out with the guys? And you're never hanging out with me. Why are you always watching football? You're never hanging out with me. Why are you always uh, A woman naturally feels like that. So there needs to be communication where, of course, you're the most important. How could this Baruch who says, why are, you, why are you making me feel less important than other things that are going on in your life? It's like an arrogance, so to speak. Okay? Umi eka bih Kutchabrihu is a Khajbarhu cry, it's Khaj Brahu insulted. What does that mean? There's no there's no sadness in front of Khaj Brah Shemar. Yeah, Khajbaru is every he's mighty and he's he's always yeah, things are always good. I mean Kodosh Baruch is not dependent on us, right? Yeah. Like Kasha, Hababate Gave, Hababate Bebare Yiris, in private, so to speak. How could cares? Hababate Bevroy, but externally, Hashem who is putting on a smile for us. Because Hashem who cares, it matters. Says the Gemara, Uhababate Bevroy Loi, there's no crying outside, in the externals. Vaksiv, Vayikra, Vayikra, Hashem. Hashem tzvaka is bayemahu. We called out Hashem, uh, Hashem, Hashem called out la for crying, le eulogies, le and shaving the head, and to wear sackcloth. So you see that to an extent, kaviyacho so to speak, Hakadosh Baruch even publicly shows uh, grief. Shani Chorban beis mikdash. mikdash was different. That's where the pasuk was said about that. Even the malachim cried. Because of the mizbeach, they cried outside. Malachim of peace, they they cried. And I will surely cry, and tears will come out of my eyes. Tears come out of my eyes because the, the the flock of sheep of Akadish Baruch Hu, were taken into the they, they were taken into captivity. What does that mean? Amr Why do you, why is there three types of tears? Tidma Tidma do you say? Three times tears. The third uh, tear. The third crying is for Bittel Torah. Bishma and Amar al Yisrael shagalu. It makes sense if you hold that, that the tears of Rakla Yisrael going into Galot's hand, the chiv, kinesh ba'edar Hashem. Kla Yisrael's nation was taken into captivity. It's the reason why we cried. Amar What does it mean to crying because the flock of Hashem were taken into captivity? Kivan shagalu Yisrael, mkhaiman, ain lacha, Bittel Torah, godomiza, yedis that the, re- the the cry is very well very much the terror because in gullus, the Torah that we have here, as great as it is, can't compare to a Kalyus when we're not in gullus. because we're always gonna have the 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 stress and the struggle of gullus hanging over the Torah that we are learning, period. There's three people, Nabukh, yeah, who cause Hakadish Baruhu to cry for them. Every day. Okay? A person who can make time to learn Torah and he doesn't do it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu cries. How sad. A person who's not able to dedicate more time to Torah. Okay? I'm sorry. Just the opposite. A person who's really not, not able to dedicate more time, but does it. Yeah, it is. But does it even though it's hard, because i, I got to cry over you. Now it could be tears of joy, and it could also be tears of feeling the, the difficulty of the person who's trying so desperately to be successful and tired. and for somebody who's a communal leader and is arrogant over his sheep, over his flock. Re- Rebbe, have Sefer get saved, Rebbe was holding the book of of kinos and he was learning from it. psuka He came to the pasuk that he threw down from heaven to earth. Nafal min that fell out of his hand. Amar rom It's it's fallen from a high place to a very low place. Meaning, he's pointing out that uh, the same way Klai fell from having everything in Eretz Yisrael, and we felt the shock of the korban. And now we felt it's, it's it's like a book falling from a high place to a low place. Rabbi Rabhi Vazi Chia were travelling. they came to a certain town. They said to the people there, if, if there are Tamidekhachum here, young Yeshiva guys, nasal then we want to go meet them and uh, and, and see their face, be Amri, so they said, Ikat there's a, a very hush of a Tamil here, Um Ari However, he's not able to see. Big Talmud Chachem, he's blind. Amli Revi, Teisat, you stay here. It's, it's not proper for you to go visit somebody like this because of your position. Ezla let me go first and schmooze with this Talmud Chachem. I want to talk to him in Torah. Tavkei But they decided, he says, no, I'm not staying here. I'm coming with you. Okay, I think there's, there's a lot to learn. As well, from this interaction, obviously, which is why the Gemara is bringing down this part of the story. What does it matter? Who cares? He said, No, oh, you stay here. Nah, I'm coming with you. Teaching us Derek Herz, right? One saying to the other, Derek Herz, you're the nasi, You shouldn't be schlepping. And what's the Nazi saying? Maybe, but I'm still the Nazi, so you listen to me, right? I'm coming along with you. Each one's doing the right thing over here. It's like when, when Baron Cutler was coming back from Married Saul to Lakewood. So my father and a few of the lake tamidim asked Ramayisha Feinstein if they should go to, J, to, to JFK airport to meet Rabarin when he came back. And Rabarin had instructed them not to come. He says, I want you learning Torah and yeshiva. Bittu Torah, you're not allowed to come. You're uh, not allowed to come, greet me at the airport. So they asked Ramayisha, what should they do? So Ramayisha said, it's Rabarin's respon- it, it's, it's, um, it's responsibility as your yeshiva to tell you you're not allowed to come. And you should keep learning. And it's your responsibility as Talmudim to go. So you should go. Right? Everybody's everybody's doing what they need to do. Okay. So Gavim Ifriminate, when they were leaving from this Talmud Omar Luhu he said, You came, I, you saw me, I really can't see you. May you be to see Hakadish Baruch, who sees but isn't seen. May um, hi um If you, I would have not come because you told me not to come. I wouldn't have got the bracha from this blind Tamil chacham that I should be to see the one who sees but is not seen. Amrle um, they said to this blind Tamil chacham, Mima Where, Where'd you hear such a thing? Yeah, that when you go see a Tamil chacham, you get tzchare. Uh, of greeting the shechina, he said, They heard it from Reb Yaakov. Reb Yaakov Vishkvar Chataya. I have a makvel ape. The Rebbe called Yom Reb Yaakov from the city of Kvar Chataya would go visit his Rebbe every day. Kikosh. When he became old, He says, don't come anymore. You can't do it. Any less than what it says about the Rabbonon, you're going to live forever. You will never see the, the depths. Because he sees who pass away. Yeah, you're taking this away from me. If somebody who sees a chacham when they pass away, that brings life to the person because they're taking a message. To go see a tam chacham in his life, how much more so? You see the chashivas of putting ourselves in environments of tamid chacham of Gedailim. Just go visit. Go say hello. Just smooze, Even if you don't learn Tyre from them, go hang around tamid chachamim. Hang around good people. That gives life to a person. Ravidi the Ravidi the Baridi he went traveled for 3 months and then he would, he would travel for 3 months to spend one day in Rab's Yeshiva the would say the he's the guy who's a one day student daita <laughs> he felt bad he said oh, i'm a laughingstock Amr Rabbi Yechon and said, "Bematusa minach, please, I ask of you, leitanish udrabbanon. I know what they said was terrible. They embarrassed you, but make sure they don't get punished because of you." Nafik Rabbi Yechon b'Emdash v'darsh Rabbi Yechon went to the yeshiva and he made a drasha. He said, "Va'isay yoyim yoyim yidrushon. They search for me every day. V'das drach ha'yakso they want to know me. What does that mean? The chibiyoyim darshon I say. A person looks at the binyan by day. U'balayla in darshon I say. What do you mean? You look for me by day." We don't look for the Rabban Shalom at night, just the opposite. At night, when times are dark, that's when you look for the Rabban Shalom even more. Rather, says, Listen to this. The is teaching us. A person who learns Torah one day a year. kula? Torah considers it as if he learned Torah the entire year. Your heart is in the right place. You're striving to know what you know. You're going to get everything in the DAF. You're going to get everything in the yeshiva. You're going to know. But you're doing your best. And the same thing is true with Midas Poronus. The number of days that you were searching, that you were spying the land. Did we, why were we in the Midbar for 40 years? Did we sin for 40 years? No. No. It was a 40 days of spying out the land what's the message where's your heart what are you running to what are you searching for if we're running to an Aveira and all we do is daydream about that Aveira even if I do one Aveira but that's what I want alright that's what I am and if a person wants Tyre but I'm just not able to I gotta travel three months you get the Sechar where's your heart Where are you at? Where's your mind? Where's your soul? Where's your neshama? The neshama is in the Torah. Even if you're not learning so much Torah, you don't have the opportunity, the Torah is there. Don't worry about it. You're going to receive schar as if you did it the whole time. Okay. Period. We're at the uh, two dots now on the bottom line. We'll hold it in for this evening. And Bez Hashem. We'll pick up from here uh, tomorrow evening. Have a wonderful, wonderful night.